It was more like a let's go to Olive Garden because I was just in Italy and that'd be funny kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, not to say that I don't, I, I won't get down on some Olive Garden every once in a while because like sometimes you just gotta like appeal to your basest instincts. Yeah, you just gotta be family sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, their pasta is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's really not. No, it's different. It's it's not Italian yeah. at all. I was just about to say, they are to Italian food with Domino's is to pizza. Like, they're in... Mm-hmm. It's like you told an alien what, what Italian food was. <laughs> and they, recre- they created something. And it <laughs> looks an awful lot like the thing you described. And it tastes kind of the same. But it there's just something... There's a certain, like, je ne sais quoi that makes it different, you know? It's... It's pasta, but if it's been cooked through and the recipe's gone through a game of telephone. <laughs> Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Welcome to No Script at All. It is a podcast about Terrace House, a Japanese reality television program on Netflix.com and multiple applications for various devices. Uh, And you can tell your friends to get a subscription to Netflix so they can watch Terrace House so you can talk about it together. Or to steal their parents' passwords and log into their Ah, yes, the classic. The classic classic millennial move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you do do any trades with your parents? I, I do a trade with mine. Not with my parents, but with my friends. Mm. So I'm on... I pay for the Netflix for my family. Yeah. And then I use my friend's Hulu that's paid for by his mom, who's very sweet and does know about this. Mm. But I think that's it. And then I steal I steal my boyfriend's PlayStation View to watch soccer. Oh. I got my parents' Netflix. They have my Hulu. That's, that's, our, that's, that's our deal. Do you pay for the one without commercials? I sure do. Oh, I, fuck yeah, you're good. Live that commercial-free life. Yeah, Ryland's mom does it, and sometimes I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, if, if I'm watching My Hero Academia, I can't have any interruptions. I need to be fully immersed in that world, you know? Yeah, I also don't know if you... You probably don't, but I get a ridiculous amount of birth control ads on Hulu. I definitely don't. I mean, because like, A, I don't get any ads on Hulu, but B, true, I definitely true, don't get birth control ones. Oh man, it's like they it's like they know that my demographic is like not wanting to have children. Yeah. But it's been like that since I was like 19. I just kept getting yes. Yes, yeah. Yes, commercials. Yeah. Or yes. I um I I just started getting a lot of ads today. Don't know why. Big question mark here for uh brain octane oil. Uh what? Excuse me. What the fuck is that? There's a company called Bulletproof. They're a coffee company, apparently, because I went and did research, which is now I've, I've fed into the, the loop. There's like a feedback loop now where they, they sent me an ad. I went to go check them out. There's probably cookies in the browser so now. Out. So now yeah. it's gi- giving me more ads because it's like, oh, you are interested in brain octane oil. Um, but anyway, I've been getting a lot of ads for brain octane oil. Oh, what the fuck? This podcast is not sponsored by Bulletproof it's surely Coffee. Not. What the shit is this? It's some oil that you just put some oil in your coffee i guess what the okay isn't it isn't this isn't bulletproof coffee the one where you put a bunch of butter in it <laughs> i don't know is that a thing people do i think so yeah no it is oh you know what did happen while i was in italy that i thought was interesting there was a report that came out that said any amount of alcohol is bad yeah. for the human body <laughs> <laughs> and every single italian started laughing yeah what did i spend my entire vacation doing drinking so much wine oh yeah but i think wine is like the healthiest of the alcohols <laughs> that's that's something that like people in the 30s told themselves when they found out <laughs> yeah. cigarettes were bad it's like oh yeah. i smoke the ones with filters so they're healthy those, yeah those are healthier <laughs> um, i really do think that wine is okay i think but not, do, you, hmm. do you think that alcohol is going to be the thing that in like 60 years people are going to look back on the same way we look back on people smoking cigarettes in like the 10s and 20s no i don't think so because i think people have been drinking since like the year 500 that's true that's a good point i, mean, I think that's the only reason cigarettes why. also i guess i think we're gonna look back on a lot of things that aren't alcohol yeah and be like hey that was really fucked up of us you put your phone right next to your head yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, I sleep with my phone on my bedside table and I'm just waiting for my ear to fall off. Yeah. Like something's gonna fucking happen. My my fingies already hurt. Because <laughs> of all the typing. Because of all the candy crush that I do. I'm really interested to see... This is a podcast about Terrace House, but please indulge us a little <laughs> bit longer. I'm really interested to see um, how long until like some autopsies start getting done and we find out that people's pinkies are evolving to get stronger. Fuck, to, yes! To hold up phones. Like the, like the fucking quirks. Yeah. Like we lose our, we lose our toe, our yeah. toe joint, but we gain really strong pinkies. Yeah, like this, like the pinky just supports all the weight of the phone just about. Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, thanks to Ryan Mitchell Gray for our theme song. It's called Knock Off off the album A Plus Ultra. We have a Facebook group and a Twitter account. Just search for no script at all. Uh, and yeah, talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> um, anyway, for real though, this episode is, uh, this is episode 18 of Opening New Doors. It's part three, episode two. It's called Flower Bouquet for My Valentine. Oh, weirdly specific i was hoping i was really hoping that a different kind of bouquet a non-flower bouquet would show up at some point in the episode so there would be like the f- a, a regular ass bouquet of flowers and then like a bouquet Edible of arrangements or yeah like a yeah, fr- can- <laughs> you took it in a much more wholesome direction than where i was going let's just run with that no what were you gonna say <laughs> definitely Brandon. definitely nothing terrible um so anyway last week on terrace house um, it feels like 18 months ago because we haven't recorded in a while, but Ami left the house and Mayu arrived. And the panel was a little gross, but you know. Panel was gross. People in the house were gross. Just the level, just a little like layer of, of like, of, of smuts, you know, yeah, on the whole little, episode. It's a little, little smudge on there. Um, this isn't a spoiler, I don't think, but my friend did tell me that this is the horniest piece of content that she's watched on netflix this season <laughs> yeah so oh the whole part yeah the whole part okay so let's get ready well buckling up so the first thing we see is mayu and Sena, and they're baking something it looks like i think they're the same outfits they were in when they were out getting drinks in, yeah, in the I previous they, episode i thought they were very drunk when yeah we were doing this. i do yeah, that's what i was gonna say i think it was like drunk baking like right when they got back from she's Tokyo. like fuck yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of this scene is they go to pour the batter into some molds and like wh- whoever is producing this show, they got a shotgun mic and aimed it directly at the bowl and you just hear like the grossest like... <laughs> what? It's so yeah. <laughs> It's really just... And, and they're both like, wow, it looks so good. And you just hear like... <laughs> The sound of Grimer like getting released from his Pokeball. Oh like, <laughs> no! It's like when you step on a Gogurt. It was really gross. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, it's nasty. Like a wet towel falling on the floor. It was really bad. Yeah, I mean, truthfully though, the food does look really good when it's all. They look really said good. Done. Yeah, they're like microwave cakes or whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Subasa Shion and Shohei roll up, uh, and we find out that Subasa's match her like big finals. Or, like, the, the run to finals is, like, really, really soon. So she's not having any. Mm-hmm. She's dieting for the match. Um, but that's just our first inkling that this is going to be a Subasa-centric episode. Hell yeah. Um, and we follow that up by cutting to the girls' room. And uh, Subasa is sitting there, and she's stretching. She's preparing herself. And she's like, once I get through this, I'm going to party every day. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I agree. Yeah, really good. Almost immediately, Sean knocks on the door, and he's like, hey, can I talk to Subasa for a minute? Um, and Subasa gets up, goes out into the hallway, and we get this quick shot of Sena shooting a look over to Mayu. Um, like, ooh? Yeah, cause, well, because they just had their little, like, heart-to-heart-esque thing where Mayu was like, I'm going to make a move on that guy. Uh, so, whoops. Oops. Out in the hallway, Sean. Uh, we already see he he's holding flowers behind his back a, a so flower good. bouquet specifically um not one made of fruit or anything terrible and mm. he's like hey since it's valentine's day um i just wanted to show you how i feel and i wanted to let you know that i like you and he hands oh my God. <laughs> her the flowers uh and i love suvasa's response she says quote you just dropped a bomb so nonchalantly <laughs> yeah cuz normally it's like Especially in Tara's house, like, they make a big deal out of it. Yeah. If this guy just said it all in, like, the same breath. Yeah. Which is cool. That was cool of you. 
It was. It was suave. She's like obviously really stoked about it. Um, and and he's. But she's like caught off guard. Yeah, she she doesn't even like really know how to respond or just function as a normal human. I think for these few I moments. Agree. Uh, Me so Shion is just like, hey, I don't expect you to respond you know or to say anything back or whatever like you have a big match coming up just good luck with it just focus on that we could talk after but i just wanted you to know beforehand um so she doesn't say it back which i thought like okay the dude told you not to say it back but like you clearly feel the same way like i thought that maybe a thing was gonna happen so yeah she she doesn't say it back and then he's like all right well i'm just gonna go down to the living room and continue hanging out and she's like well i'm just gonna go back inside the room and keep stretching and then they have this awkward thing where it's like are we supposed to do anything more than just say (laughs) goodbye to one another you know it was so aggressively awkward it was really really awkward I was like, are they going to try and kiss and fuck up? Are they going to like even hug? Like what what is the what is the move here? Um but he just slinks back off into the living room and she goes into the into the girls room and we cut to the intro and that's the scene. That was that was good. I felt I felt like I was taken aback. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't ready for that to be so quick already. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was also expecting this to be just like this big bombastic thing. I did love how this very like cute scene that we've been waiting for for literally 18 weeks is kind of bookended by this like incredibly, incredibly awkward moment. But oh my God, it's kind of it's kind of fitting, though. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, But it was great. I'm very happy that it happened. Um, So anyway, we cut to the intro and on the way back or after the intro. Uh, we get an immediate follow-up to that scene, and it's very interesting. So she walks in, she has the flowers, she's like, hey, dude showed up, said he liked me, holy shit, it's great to, like, just, you know, be told directly. Oh, yeah, 100%, this is, like, the best thing that's ever happened on Tara's house. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, every other week we've had a conversation where someone's like, so, how are things going with you two? And Subasa just like, I don't know how he feels. So now, now she knows fully she has literal living proof that she can put in a vase you know next to a window say like that was the time that he said he liked me for real for real uh so that's good and uh i I just like this back and forth saying it's like so how did you respond and subasa goes i thanked him (laughs) (laughs) because what else is she supposed to do yeah i don't know all you could say that you like the guy back i guess so but i think she's like she was just like oh oh yeah I, I understand her hesitation. I do too. Don't like, get me wrong. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There just there was the option there to make there it was. a bigger thing than it was. Um, there but was, but she didn't press X fast enough. She didn't press X fast enough. No. Um, so, <laughs> do you ever see that uh, that scene from the Spider Man game? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> of. I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the interesting thing about this scene. Because, you know, it's it's obviously very nice. Tsubasa is stoked about it. The interesting thing about this scene is that Mayu, they keep showing her in the background looking like she's pretending to be excited, but she's actually really disappointed by this. And, like, she's been in the house for maybe, like, 50 seconds total. <laughs> like, she showed yeah. up in the house, met Xion one time, and I guess we're expected to believe that she's, like, head over heels about him. She seemed a little unhinged. She did like it didn't it didn't seem genuine, you know what I mean? No. We're going to cut back to this in a second anyway. So, uh we cut to the boys room. Sean is telling Shohei all about what happened. Um Sean says, "Quote, I fumbled through it, but she seemed happy." And to Aww. me, I was just like, "Honestly, like I thought that you were kind of the you were fine." Yeah, you were the Dude, rock just, in that conversation. She did he did this is one thing I will say though. He did kind of ambush her. Yes. In that she was relaxing and stretching, and then yes. suddenly she was told that she that someone liked her. Yes, that's so, true. Like normally, these these events are like bookended, are like put in between like a very nice date or like yeah. going to the bridge, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not like I'm stretching my Costco. calves. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, it's 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 funny that it was so natural. Yeah, do you think, like, they don't really go into, like, nobody asks him why he chose to do it in that venue specifically, but, like, do you think that it was really just, my my theory is that he just, like, couldn't not 
do it. Like he just couldn't hold it in, I guess, at a certain point. It was like, I don't, I just want her to know. I think, I think, I think there's, that's part of it. I think part of it too was like, he didn't want to wait until after her competition to tell her, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing to like drop that shit on her right before she's about to compete, you know? Yeah, wait, so play this out then, like play, play this out in your head, right? So there's the, the route he took, which is tell her beforehand, right? And then Mm -hmm. there's two routes for after. Route A is she wins the finals and then he tells her and like it's just adding a good thing on top of a good thing. Yeah. But then there's also the other route where she doesn't win finals and then he's like sucks that you guys lost but I like you a bunch and I want to be in a relationship with you and that feels weird to me. That does feel weird. I don't know. Probably because you would want to like give it a little bit of time for it to settle so it's not seeming like you're like doing it to cheer her up. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It feels gross. Exactly. So like I think of the two of the two options, <clears throat> tell her before or after, before seems actually like the more rational yeah. move, right? And he does go he does go and he's like, I don't need answer now. Please just concentrate on like kicking ass. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah, so that's good. After that scene, uh, that little short bit with Xian and Shohei, we cut to Mayu and she's crying in the hallway. That's so fucking... That was the part where I was like, come on. Yeah, so we cut between her crying in the hallway and Subasa like, getting the flowers and arranging them, putting them in the window and just, like, looking very stoked. What do we, what do we say about Mayu crying in the hallway? Because what? What do we it's like? It's fucking weird. It is super weird. So the panel brings up, I think, in the the second panel bit that we have, they're like suspicious of her whole vibe. They don't really explicitly say what they think she's trying to achieve, but they're just like, there's something about her that's like kind of throwing us all off. Yeah, which I didn't want to. She's she's been here for only like a day. Yeah, like one episode. So yeah. like, I didn't want to like put my finger on it, but. You said that she looks like Scarlett Johansson, and I don't trust Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) So I think now she's been a little tainted to me. Mm -hmm. And also this is fucking crazy behavior. Yeah. This this is the thing. Like, of all the stuff. So... If you... If if, if it's true that they only film during certain chunks of time. Yes. You chose that time to cry. Yeah, you're... Exactly. This is exactly the point I was about to make. You could have been in your bed crying. Right. Cry in the bathtub. Right. So that people won't know about your tears. Yeah. Although there are cameras in the bathtub when she's in it. That's true. It's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my that's my that's my two cents on it. Here's my uh Hail Mary throw for Mayu. It's not even a Hail Mary. It this is just I think that the thing that potentially, potentially. I don't want to be too mean or whatever, but I think that the thing that we were accusing Xi'an of for many, 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 many episodes, we have seen more evidence that that's actually Mayu's vibe in yeah. two episodes. Oh, you're totally right. Yeah. Than we did from Xi'an the whole time. Yeah, you're, you're actually totally right. Anyway, Mayu's crying in the hallway. It's yeah, weird. That that was the moment where I went from I like this person, she's an interesting addition to the house to oh, mm. now I have to be suspicious of someone all the time again. Yeah, things that make you go hmm. Yeah, things that make you go hmm. hmm. Oh, after that is when the panel apologizes. Uh <laughs> but they do it bad. They do it terribly. They say, quote, we the commentators would like to formally apologize for becoming overly excited over breasts, uh, which lasts for maybe thirty seconds before they just get right back into it. And then I think I think it was a joke. Yeah. But also But like uh, kind of necessary too. Like for real though. Yeah, it's a little gross. Anyway, Toku's like a sex idol in Japan. Yeah. Expected of him. Yeah. Just be better. Um there's a huge billboard on in Harajuku. Someone's posted it on the Facebook group before of next to a condom store of Tokui. Oh really? With like a condom like in a condom ad. Yeah. I went to I went to Harajuku last year. It's still there. I'm gonna go to Japan again this year. It's still gonna be there. Mm, say hello. Say hello for yeah, me. I will. I'll be like, hey, what's up? I'll high five him. Hey, my if dude. He has a condom. I'll high five him. Yeah. Um. 
So when we cut back to the show, there's like a winter sports gear festival, it seems like. Just, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of people like selling snowboarding equipment or winter sports stuff. The assumption is that Taka is selling a bunch of brew stuff. The best thing of all time <laughs> is a real big wide angle shot of an ad that says, I am Elon Snowboard. Who, <laughs> who are you? I don't know. Is he the winter sports variant of Elon Musk? Is my question. That's that's exactly what I thought too. But it's yeah. also it's like no no no. Mr. Snowboard was my father. Call me Elon Snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> what a dope name, actually. I'm gonna name an OC. Elon Snowboard. Elon Snowboard. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's a bunch of other stuff that happens in the scene, but my favorite part was Elon Snowboard, to be totally honest. Yeah, um, that's very good. Anyway, uh, Xian and Shohei are wandering through this festival to go find Taka, and they show up at his booth, the brew booth, and it looks pretty badass. It's a nice it booth. I actually really want some of their hats, if I'm being honest. I like yeah. their hats a whole bunch. I'm not really even a hat guy, but I want those hats. <laughs> they look good. It looks like it looks like he actually like put a lot of thought into yeah. his brand, which makes me very happy. Good looking stuff, Taka. Anyway, uh, they tell him, hey, guess what? New person showed up and quote, she's probably your type. <laughs> Uh, they're like, this is no time to be working. You have to get back to the house. Uh, you and I talked kind of extensively in the last episode about how Mayu is really exactly Taka's type. Oh, yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens. So, I mean, we get like some kind of bits about it in this episode, but like, I feel pretty good about those two potentially. I know there's the whole Shohei thing. They're trying to like play up that there's like a Shohei my Utaka love triangle thing that's going to happen again. I don't see that happening because she is so Taka's vibe, like through yeah. and through. What I what I hope is that she's, she can get over this like two day heartbreak. Yeah. And the moment she meets Taka, that she'll like fall in love with him. Can I tell you why I think she has already not only maybe already gotten over the two day heartbreak, but maybe never even felt heartbreak for real in the first place? <laughs> is the morning after i don't know there, there's like a morning when uh shohei wakes up and and goes into the kitchen and she's like out doing chores and stuff she's like cleaning the house and whatever yeah because this is this is a part that i think baba brings up in the panel and is like okay so she asked him to help put up some shelves and stuff some shelves like, yeah she could have easily put those shelves up herself but like just wanted Shohei to do it, like wanted yeah. to hang out with Shohei, and then she like wanted the screen student. time, yeah, yeah. So I, I think, uh, I think, I think she, I think she knows what's up. I think she knows how to play the game. She knows how to play the game. But I hope she, I hope she puts her sights on Taka because I feel like Taka deserves happiness. Yeah. Uh. So there's that whole scene at the festival, and after that, uh, we get a quick shot of the igloo, which I just want to point out, still standing, still, still good, standing, standing uh, strong. Shion and Mayu are at the dinner table, and Shion is like. Oh man, I haven't seen Subasa since the previous night. I hope she's doing all right. And Mayu has this moment. It's very brief. You'll like miss it if if you blink. But she has this moment yes. where she kind of lights up. She has this like she has this vibe that I haven't seen since I was in like high school when like people are about to like spill some tea. Oh fuck yeah. You know? Like she's like ready for the drama. Her face, her face is the eyes emoji. Yeah. She's it's, like, hmm? Yeah. It's great just because, like, she doesn't know the deal that, like, Subasa is always either working or at practice. Or at practice, yeah. Um, so and she works at the place where she practices. Right. Yeah. Um, so they really only see her in the mornings and at night anyway. Um, but Mayu thinks there's going to be some drama and then there's not, which is hilarious. Just a very, very good moment. You can see all... We just went on for a long time about that, but you can see all that in her face. For real. Oh, yeah. No. It's a micro micro expression. We haven't brought that up in a while. Lie to me. Yeah. Lie to me. So, Xian kind of flips this around. And he's like, hey, so is there any potential for romance? Which I was glad that he was the one asking that, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, not at all. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. And he's like, well, you haven't met everyone yet. Wink, wink, nudge, Ooh. nudge. Guess what? There's one more person. And he says, what kind of dates do you like to go on? And she says that she likes dates that are, quote, immersed in nature. And uh, he's like, well, come March, there's going to be a lot of stuff to do out in Karizawa. Get excited about that. All of this, not so subtly hinting, Taka, big outdoorsman guy, wants yep. to date someone who is also into the outdoors. I mean, come on. 
Come on. Come on. Go hike with this very nice guy. Yeah. Go snowboard together. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. Hazelnut chocolate in one spread. Oof. Oof. What a a man. (laughs) I was trying to think of anything that wasn't peanut butter and jelly. And for some reason, the ingredients of Nutella were what popped into my head. It's a perfect. No, no. It's a perfect combination. You're correct. Yeah. Hazelnut and chocolate is the best combination. Yeah, true. So, oh, yeah. they're, They're talking about all the cool, like outdoor activities that they can do and Shohei and Tsubasa come back and they just have this brief moment where uh, Mayu is like, so you went and talked to the other member, right? And they're like, yep, we told him all about you. And she's uh-huh. like, oh, what did you say? And I think Shohei is the one that says it. He's like, yep, someone new joined the house and she's cute, which uh, he says when she's sitting there. So that's, uh, you know, he's, he's doing something. He's, he's attempting he's, he's a thing. Yeah. He's, he's, he's casting his reel. Yep. And uh, anyway, after that, Tsubasa and Mayu get up and leave, and Shohei just kind of expresses that he's like, I don't know, smitten by her, you know? Cute. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Planting the seeds yeah. for a love triangle that I don't think will really come to fruition, but... I don't think so either. I don't know if she's going to be into any of them, but we'll see. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel. It's like, either it's going to work out with Taka, or it's not going to work out, period. Nah. Uh, so after that, uh, we... <laughs> bizarre we cut to shohei and he's visiting ken sano who you might remember as I the person believe. yeah we called him back he's the person that shohei went and gave his mixtape to at that that festival that jazz festival um and oh. the guy called him back and was like hey i'll remix one of your songs so weird thing uh shohei's like i just want to play the song that you're going to be remixing you know just so we can all like kind of get a handle on it and he plays the song and nobody like reacts Nobody moves. There's nobody like tapping their foot or like tapping their like finger on the table or like bobbing their heads or It's purely like business. Yeah, it's like science. It's like, super super like devoid it's of really anything. Weird. Um I don't know. Shohei looked nervous during this, which like I get I get it. It's really interesting. And then they have this conversation where Kansano is like so did you have any ideas for what you wanted the remix to sound like? And he's like, nah, man, I'm just give, like, I'm giving it to you because I like your music. I'm just happy to like, be here. I'm yeah, just really just, happy to be here, man. Yeah. I, that to me felt like a weird question to ask. It's like, what do you want this remix to sound like? It's like, well, I gave it to you because you're the person who is a good musician who's good at remixing things. So. Unless he's like paying him money. Oh, true. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going on. Is It's like, I listened to your mixtape. Give me a thousand dollars, and you can put my and name next it. to a remix. Yeah, exactly. Featuring. I don't know, maybe yeah. that's what happened. I don't know. I yeah, don't. his response is like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put some pianos in it." Like, All right, cool. <laughs> All right, sounds, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. After that, we cut back to the house. Uh, Taka and Shohei are hanging out. Taka is home from his festival. He's home. Taka's like, "Hey, man. So, what was that meeting like?" And Shohei is pretty stoked about it. I mean, honestly. There's this really nice, like, brief moment when Taka's like, dude, things are going pretty well for you, aren't they? Shohei kind of has this moment where he kind of realizes that uh, everything is coming up Millhouse for him at this point, yeah. which is nice. It's good. Like, I, I know we, we, we dunk on Shohei constantly, but it is nice to see people achieve the things that they want, especially yeah. when you're having a song of yours get remixed by a person whose work you admire. Like, that's very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, yeah. it's 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 not something that I have ever experienced, but no, me either. But I imagine. But I imagine it's a big deal. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Mayu shows up after that, and Taka is meeting her for the first time, and he is spending this entire scene oscillating between like f- being full ass Looney Tunes wolf, uh, and also being like speechless and kind of a dweeb. <laughs> so gross. He's yeah. he's being so gross. Yeah, he's kind of a mess. And that he's being so weird. Like, you're almost 30 years old. Calm down. He, he says, he says, quote, I'm acting silly, which is just <laughs> a really good sentence. And yeah, he, he's just kind of a mess, truthfully. Um, doesn't really know how to handle himself around her, it seems. And Shohei gets up to go take a bath, which leaves the two of them alone, which is like, all right, this is going right. to go south real quick. So prepare yourself. Yeah. I thought either this is going to like turn into fun meet cute or go super downhill. And what yeah. we get instead is she opens up this conversation 
by saying, hey, how do you like living in Karizawa? Because I think she doesn't know that he has always lived there. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's amazing. I love this house. It's way better than uh, the area I grew up in, whatever. Um, and he's just like, I really love the countryside, though. I just like being here. And she says, quote, I've always dreamed of living in the countryside. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, things are about oh. to go down. This is happening for real. It's a combo. It's a combo. Come on. And, and then Taka goes, hmm, I see. And I was like, okay, weird okay. response. But what comes next is the end of the scene is what comes next. What the it's just fuck? over. It just cuts there. What the fuck? What happened? I wanted that. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted that wanted so bad. conversation. What's going on? <sighs> he just like, it's like a sim that got his like animation like turned off <laughs> so he just like stands up from the from the chair and just walks somewhere random Bafadulo. is that what fucking happened mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah can we just do an entire episode of this show someday that's just all simlish yes i will have a stroke on camera for that show hey bafadabalo basafomayu bigas uh, that was such a weird, that was such a weird fucking scene. Yeah, it was weird. Let's uh, take a break to recover and then come back. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. See you soon. Oop. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome. You've got mail. Uh, <laughs> you've got chores. Because Mayu is doing chores the next morning. Oh. What? And Shohei shows up. Um, That's my favorite thing to say on this podcast is Shohei shows up. I don't know why. Shohei just shows up. Shohei shows up. Yeah. Uh, He shows up and he's like, hey, I'll help you out with these chores. First of all, he seems very surprised that she's doing chores. Like, really, really surprised. Yeah, like, how nasty is his house that nobody does chores? What the fuck? Yeah. And uh, I think Mayu is like, yeah, there's a lot of dust and... It was like on like the kitchen countertop where they cook, <laughs> you know, which is like the And he's like, "Oh, really? I don't even know." Yeah, you would like there's one place that you should maybe keep dust free. Anyway, it's the kitchen. She's like, "Hey, I'm doing all these chores, but I need help with this one thing if you can help." And he's like, "Cool." So, then we find out that she needed help putting up a shelf. Yeah, the shelf thing. Yeah, probably in the not... same corner where she was crying earlier. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she knocked it down. When she was, uh, she was in I a fit of sadness. Yeah. yeah, very, very uh, Adora esque. Uh, that's for all you sharp objects fans. Um, anyway, I need to watch more of that show. Yeah, it's good. Just uh, finale was last night. Oh, she had the season finale. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be yep. then. Anywho, uh, while they're doing that, he's like, "Hey, we should get lunch after this," and she says, "Cool, sounds good. Uh, very smooth." Yeah, show, it was hey. perfect. Ten out of ten. Perfect combo. Yeah. And we cut to them at an Italian restaurant and they order some pasta. Uh, and while they're waiting for the food and even when they start eating the food, they have this like really kind of like honestly very cute and enthusiastic back and forth between them. Yeah. Um, it's, it seems like we're actually like genuinely listening and like responding to the conversation. I had flashbacks to his date with Ami, which again, one of the funniest dates I've ever seen on this show. But it was really refreshing and nice to see him, like, be able to have a conversation. Like, you could tell that this was what he hoped that date would have been. Oh, yeah. You mean just an actual conversation and not someone being like, I hate this. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was refreshing. It was nice. They, they joke about uh, becoming, quote, the morning club because they get up so early, uh, which That's is nice. That's cute. I like that. Um, and I really like this. Shout out to the editors of the show. Uh, they very quickly talk about the Shion and Subasa thing uh and he's like oh yeah did you hear about what happened and she was like yeah I was like right outside the door when it happened how amazing is it and he's like yeah it's really cool guess what Shion is doing he's up in the mountains right now going and getting her a good luck charm for the match cut to Shion up in the mountains getting Subasa charm for the match fuck very yeah good editing friends um and uh, yeah, he's he's up. He's at a temple, and he does a little prayer, and he goes and buys a charm that says "Victory" on it. It has a big eagle or a, some kind of bird. Caca, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a pidgey. Uh, and <laughs> it is a pidgey. <laughs> and uh, after that, we cut to Subasa. It's like a little bit of her practice, but that's kind of it. Back of the house, everyone is in the living, not in the living room, in the uh, dining room area, and Subasa's like getting her hockey stick ready and stuff. Um, and this is really interesting. So she's like 
we know from previous episodes that her goal besides like i just want people to know about hockey like her personal goal is i want to be on the national team so what we find out i don't think we knew this before but what we find out is that you need to be considered an a rank team to even qualify to be looked at to join yeah, the national team absolutely no idea how this works yeah so what we find out is that the fairies have never ever been considered an a rank team they've never won enough games to be a rank um, thanks yeah and the only way they can be considered a rank and qualify to be looked at for their players to potentially be picked up for the national team is if they win these finals so this is like make or break for real for real yeah legit um and Taka's like, well, have you ever considered playing for another team? And we know about this from her conversation with Sean about it. But she to Taka is like, yeah, I actually, you know, I went to practices with other teams, which I think we also didn't know. She was like, yeah, I got invited from a couple yeah, A ranked teams and like went to the practice, tried out. The coach was like, cool, you're cleared to join this team. Welcome to the team. And then she was like, nah, I'm out. Actually, I want to do yeah, this with the, fairies. the fairies. Yeah. Which is so dope. Um, it is. It is. It's pretty. Uh, I mean, we're gonna learn some pretty yeah. deep shit about why uh, she feels so much connection to the fairies. But anyway, after after she kind of explains talk all that kind of stuff, uh, Shion gets up and he's like, "Hey, check this out!" And then busts out the victory charm. Perfect. Uh, and I like the way he he presents it as I went to the temple for all of us like I, I represented all of us up at the temple and i got this Aww. and this is a gift from everyone to you and not just from him which was a kind of nice way of doing it yeah it might it might be true maybe everyone did like ask Xion to do it maybe but if not it's a humbling thing yeah i mean he's still I the one that did that. it though you know that's true he hiked um, up those steps he did he hiked up those steps he clasped those hands he he did wear the scarf that she got him, which was nice. He did for extra power. Extra power. Uh, so after that, we cut to the chalkboard the next morning, and it says Subasa's path to victory. Um, Fuck and yeah! It's it's happening. So I look. This is a podcast where we recap things that happened on a reality television show. Not super good at recapping uh, the the sports section. So I'll I'll just say this. The fairies win the first match, and it's pretty badass. Subasa yeah, throws dope. herself on the ice like multiple times, uh, like really getting into it. It's good. She scores, I think, once of the three. It's good shit. She's good at yeah. her job. But what I really like is that after the match, we see her outside, and immediately she calls someone. Don't know who it is at first, but then we find out just through context clues that it's Xion, uh, and she says, your lucky charmed work, or your lucky charm worked. Let's meet up at finals. So Aww. good shit. She's like, this is happening. Fuck yeah. It's so good. Yeah. We can skip the panel because they're just suspicious of Mayu and we talked about that already. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and after the panel, we get our last scene for the episode and it is a fucking doozy. So oh my God. Yeah. Buckle up and get your tissues ready. So this was, this was the, the scene that I had to like, when it ended, I had to like play it over again. Yeah, I did also. Yeah, yeah, I watched it twice. It was, yeah, let, let, we'll just get into it. Uh, Taka and Xian go to Sasa to uh, eat. They're, they're going out for dinner. Yeah, with Papa Tsubasa. Yeah, the, they sit down. Tsubasa's dad shows up. Xian is like, hey, just so you know, Tsubasa won the game today. We are actually here eating at this restaurant because we wanted to celebrate. And he's like, cool, I'm going to celebrate with you. Let me close up early. <laughs> dude i love it yeah it's really nice um i was stoked so we cut to i guess he has at this point closed up and they are all drinking sake together uh he, he busted out the the celebratory sake and he goes quote how is subasa doing whenever i see her it's always how are you good okay see you later they're like oh yeah you know she's doing really well Xian is like hey have you been to any of her hockey matches and he says that he hasn't and Xian, i think kind of like realizing you know the situation has, has shit to do yeah it's like dude's got to run a whole restaurant you know he, he runs the whole place by himself Taka and Xian are just like look she's doing incredible she's really really good um, she's a great captain and she's a great captain specifically and he says 
I was like shocked by this. He says, quote, from a parent's perspective, it's difficult to imagine her as a leader because she was always alone. Oh, my God. Um, and what we find out just through her dad telling a story is that apparently in, I guess, the late 90s, early 2000s, whenever, um, Subasa's mom was the one that always took her to hockey practices and one day at one of the practices she collapsed just mm-hmm. like in the stands during the practice and Subasa was the one that found her yeah out in the stands and they called an ambulance but it was already too late and he thinks his his take on this on on this whole thing with Subasa is like the reason that she sticks with the fairies and the reason that she didn't join any of the a rank teams that she was invited to and all that is because her winning with the fairies is her form of closure, potentially. It's her way of wrapping up, quote-unquote, the storyline of her mom mom and of Karu Izawa, I think, like, completely. Um, You know, he's like, I I think she doesn't want to leave me alone, but also, you know, once she achieves victory with that team specifically, then she can go on and grow and become better and stronger and more powerful as it were and yeah. uh uh Sean says quote i think she's grown into a stronger and brighter woman than you even realize and he says that i'm glad to hear that and That's uh so after that we we cut to a close up shot of a photo of subasa and her mom in 1999 and then we cut to subasa and she's in her hotel room she's drinking orange juice and we get a close-up of the victory charm, and then that's the end of the episode. That was such a good ending. <sighs> Man. That was crazy. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect us to actually, like, dive deep into, like, her life. Me either. Like that. Me either. I, re- I was, like, totally on Taka's level during that whole scene. I was just, Taka, you could tell. Yeah, Taka like, was just like, holy shit, I didn't. Yeah, he was, like, trying to keep his shit together, you know, during that whole bit. Um, that's how I felt while I was taking notes. It's rough, man. It kind of gives you, yeah, it gives you a perspective as to like how, and even her, I think her dad even says that like, she's always been like this really bright person. Yeah. Messi said, I think he might, I don't know if he said this or it's just me thinking about it, but like, he might be afraid that she's carrying on too much Mm. for him and not trying to like break down because of him, because it's only him. Yeah. I don't know. It seems... She got to deal with a lot growing up, and so it's 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 really nice that she became someone that's so reliable, responsible, and like cheerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's an anchor for people. She's an anchor for everyone. It seems that she meets, you know, in yeah. her whole life, which is miraculous. Really, it's inspiring. I don't know. It's just like everything you learn about Subasa just makes her an even better person than she was before. Yeah, she's really she's really one of my favorite Terrace House people ever i think special human being yeah um it's cool now everybody knows this this like thing about her and i i hope people don't treat her differently in the house yeah i don't think so i don't think so either probably hope not i imagine the reaction to learning this is kind of what ours was right is like you just have like a even greater respect for the person yeah i mean not to ruin the vibe but we have to do winners and losers we do <laughs> all right so let's just start off with subasa subasa's a winner yeah she literally won mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i mean hopefully she stays in the house forever and she can be the the winner streak but yeah yeah subasa's a winner Xian, winner Xian's also a winner Xian went and got the got the charm got the charm went and hung out with papa subasa mm-hmm said yeah. spoke his truth Allowed. truth. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I was like in the beginning of the episode, and the most important thing. Yeah. Big, he's, big deal. Yeah. He's he's dope, and I hope Tsubasa returns those feelings. If not, I get it, but I'm going to be sad. Um, where do you land on Taka? Mm, I think Taka wins. I have him as a winner also. Yeah, I don't. He was awkward. Yeah, he's a real mess when he meets Mayu. But, but... <laughs> well, you can't really blame the guy, you know? Yeah. He. he... The, the he has the brew thing, which was great. Yeah, that, he yeah he was he's just like hustling. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it. A lot. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, mm. I am pleased to say that I think Shohei wins this week. I think so too. 
I Shohei didn't do anything this week that made me dislike nope. him. Uh, nope. In fact, I even liked the guy a little bit this week. So yeah, turn that train around. He turned that train around. He's a winner. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner for the first time in a long time. Um, I want to talk about Sana next. We didn't see her. She was in the first scene. Yeah, she was hardly there. And that was it. She baked some stuff and then left. I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but I might have cut it out because it might have been too long. I'm getting to a point with Sana where it's like she isn't doing anything on the show. And no. it's a real fucking bummer because I'm so stoked about her being there. And she doesn't seem to be doing anything besides helping other people with out, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Awesome. The same effect, sick. But yeah, but I want you got to help yourself at too. some point. Yeah, yeah. I want her to be happy. And it's it, it it is bumming me out that she's not being a player. I guess. Yeah, I think. I mean, I still think she wins. No, I think she wins too. Because if we have to she pick gave one, that look. Do we ever do neutral? Do we ever do like nothing? We do like on the fence, but then we like skew it onto one or the other. Mm, okay. Because I think she wins. She she she. There's not a lot of information, but we, the information that we have, she wins. I guess so. Like, if you only see her in one scene, and in that one scene she's baking some good-ass stuff for everyone yeah. in the house, then, like, winner. And then she's like, what did you tell him when Tsubasa gets, like, confessed to? Yeah. You know, she's, you know, she's, she's trying to get answers, and I appreciate that in a woman. Trying to get um, answers. Side, side note, Zayna has a YouTube channel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I saw some people in the Facebook group talking about it. <laughs> yeah, she has a YouTube channel where she, like, drinks wine and, like, pretends to have conversations with people and give them advice. Good. Very which good. Which is, like, the most Sana-ass thing I've seen in my life. Yeah. Winner. Winner. And Mayu. Oh, she loses. I also think she loses. <laughs> she loses. She literally lost her shit. <laughs> yeah, I... Oh, baby girl. I wish I didn't have to be suspicious of someone else in the house, but... Oh, Here's the thing. There's a difference. There's a difference between what happened in the last episode when she and Sana talked and she was like, I think I'm going to try and make a move on Shion, even though the Subasa thing is happening because I'm into him. That's that's a thing that, like, I think is kind of rude. But, you know, you're, but you're on still a, allowed to do. Right. You're you're allowed to do it. You're on a reality TV show. You only have one shot. Whatever. You know, I get yeah. that. I can come to terms with that. There's a difference between that and what happened in this episode, which was like freaky <laughs> you know a little bit um you've known this guy for three days and you're crying about the fact that he's in a happy committed relationship with someone um which you're like gonna cry about it yeah weirded me out a little bit too much it's very bizarre so, I don't, i'm not into it at all yeah i again i said this last week i'll say it again this week i like her vibe i think like if we I think Mayu is an interesting person and she brings a nice energy to the house. And like, I, I hope that that, um, that side of her that we're kind of freaked out about kind of like smooths itself out, you know, yeah, and she kind of gets maybe, more comfortable being in the house. And I don't, I don't really think it would affect on this side because she, she did just straight up cry into the camera, but sometimes it might just be like really bad editing, like a bad edit to make it someone seem bad. That's possible. I mean, yeah. It could very easily just be like weird editing. Maybe she cried because her childhood pet died and they didn't decided not to add that, you know? Possibly. I'm sure she's fine. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. That was the episode. That was really a really heavy episode. It was. Yeah. It was pretty pretty low key and then it just ends on a real Oof. A weight a real a weight to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one though. It was really well done. Yeah, it was really good. A lot yeah. happened. Yeah, I, they are. It's it's funny because we keep saying it, but like they get better and better at making this show. It seems every week, mm -hmm. like they're just good at making Terrace House now. Um, let's wrap this up then. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I have to give a shout out to Brittany and Michelle, who both donated through oh, uh, our listener support, which we launched last week. Oh my god! Uh, amazing. Cool. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can head over to anchor.fm slash NSAA. And there's a big purple button. This is support the sh uh, show or podcast or something like that. Uh, and you can, I think, do increments of one, five or ten dollars a month. You obviously don't have to do it. Don't feel compelled to do no, it. But if you do, no. 
thank you so much. It it means just an unbelievable amount to the two of us. Absolutely yeah, thank ridiculous. You. Oh my god. If you want to support the show, you can do it there. Thank you so much again. Uh what else? Oh, thanks to Ryan Mitchell Gray for our theme song. It's called Young. It's off the album A Plus Ultra, available everywhere. We have a Twitter account, it's at no script at all. We have a Facebook group, just go type in no script at all. All of the things I just talked about are all in the show notes. You can just yep. click on those links if you're using yep. a podcast app from 2018. Yep. Uh, and if you're not, what's wrong? Yeah, up get a new podcast app. What what Upgrade? podcast app do you use? Uh, I I still use um the Apple one. Do you use the Apple one? Oh, no, use Overcast. No, fuck no, I'm not a monster. I use Overcast. Cool thing about Overcast, I think uh, soon they're adding an update that actually just lets you like there's gonna be a button on the podcast that just lets you donate through anchor on it oh that's dope that's so cool um or something like that i don't know i saw the guy that makes overcast tweeting some stuff about that that'd be really cool and i know a couple other apps are adding support for that oh i use sorry i just was gonna mention (laughs) i use i use pocket casts it's my favorite podcast app ever i used overcast for a really long time and i switch over to pocket casts uh, yeah i'm waiting for that one to be free again because right now i think it's like six bucks or something yeah and then there's also a, a web version and if you pay for both it syncs your progress between both of them yeah that sounds, that's some audible shit i love that <sighs> love that um i've used basically every podcast app that exists uh and i've landed on podcast so mm-hmm. that's my recommendation also we're on spotify i don't know if we mentioned that a lot but spotify is becoming an increasingly cool place a real cool place to be a kid it's becoming increasingly <laughs> good place to listen to podcasts yeah, um, i'm listening, listening to more to and more stuff. podcasts on spotify yeah i listen to i don't really have any when i'm on the computer at work i use spotify to listen to my podcasts yeah um yeah. i have this is just kind of semi-related i have another podcast called into the aether it's a video game podcast i was just checking nice. the stats for that yeah thank you uh, i was just checking the stats for that the other day and more people listen to it on spotify than anything else which i was huh. really surprised by that's interesting yeah you found um, your uh, you found your target demographic it's Spotify users that like video games, I guess. Yeah, which I think is like most Spotify users. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, anyway, all that having been said, thank you so much for listening. Thank uh, you so much for listening. This episode is coming pretty, I don't know, it's been two weeks since the last one came out. Uh, to me, it feels like it's been eons. Because it's been a little bit longer since we recorded. Yeah, so I'm going to say this. It's it's not weird for me but it might be weird for you if you're binge listening to this podcast but it's nice to be back i'm glad to be back and recording yeah, this I'm podcast glad, i'm glad that you're back too yeah it's you good a little more a little more italian i'm, I'm happy for you I'm, ta- I'm as tan as i can get currently wow yeah it's pretty rough yeah Pre- pretty not a great little bit. Yeah. i still have my tan from puerto rico so it's just mm. you know anyway all that having been said my name is brendan bigley you can find me on the internet at brendan bigley my name is Andrew Caproni, and you can find me on the internet at irismail. And hey, thanks for listening. Oh, if you're in San Jose for the weekend of Labor Day, I'm going to be at the Artist Alley at Crunchyroll Expo. So swing by and say hi. Hell yeah, do that. Yeah, booth 320. It's not, it's not under my name. It's under Chichaito, which Sick. is my artist name with my friend. Cool. And thank you for listening. Aloha. Aloha. Garbage dot online.